Yo, ho, 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 ho. It's John Fitch, of course. John Fitch knows nothing. What do I know? Thanks for coming. Uh, spectacular fights. So spectacular, I wanted to make sure I talked about them. Uh, Jose Aldo looks spectacular. Uh, and the uh, the Pettis fight was quite the finish, I must say. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I see you guys if you had any requests on YouTube. Somebody said over the rainbow, but I don't I don't know the words. And Izzy owns that song now. I can't I can't compare because you're just gonna get you're just gonna get yard sticked. You're gonna get yard sticked against best and uh not ready for that I'm ready for that yardstick my hair is getting wild hair's grown fast i haven't had a haircut in a long time i'm thinking about growing it out top duffy style and just see if i can get on some uh romance novels that a blow open. put it in the top knot maybe fun oh the audio is messed up okay How's that? How's the audio now? What's it doing now? Huh? Hmm? What do you guys think? A little bit better? A little bit worse? I play with the wire. That's my uh, Christmas present, I think, for uh, this year. Is I'm going to figure out the sound better because the camera choice you guys like the camera i'm getting comments about how well the camera looks but um yeah i'm getting hairy and my chair i need a new chair too because my chair is squeaky so hopefully i won't move around too much and fucking squeak or it won't break while i'm sitting here I'm fat ass i think this chair was designed to hold me up when i was 170 power 70 pounder power 70 pound powder someone 70 pounds of power Oh, the Finch stole Christmas. Fitchmas. I like to call it Fitchmas. It's a merry time. It's a very, very merry time. Hey, guys. What's up? What should we sing? <clears throat> hmm. I like the song. Talking away, I don't know what I'm to say. Say it anyway. Hey, just another day to find you shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take on me, take on me, take me on, take on me out. Be gone 
in a day or two. Needless to say, I'm at odds and it's but I feel stumbling away, slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me, it's no better to be safe. It's no better to be safe than sorry. Take on me, take on me, take me on, take on me, I'll be gone in a day or two. All the things you say, is it a lie or just to blame my worries away? You're all the things I've got to remember, shying away. I'll be coming for you anyway. Take on me, take on me, take me on, take on me, I'll be gone in a day or two <laughs> man I, I fudged up a few times but this chair is awful dude it's like wobbly and shit so like even playing my ukulele i'm like it's like a couple bolts fell out and then the the damn welding is wearing out. So you like sit still and be still peaceful. How are you guys doing though? Sunday night, we are days into the first week into December. This is the last freaking month of 2021, guys. Wow. Where did this year go? Where did this year go? Is we're gonna be 2025, the robot overlords. In no time. <laughs> oh my goodness, what's happening? Um, but yeah, let's let's not uh, focus on the. Um, yeah, let's not focus on the imminent uh, loss of freedom. Let's focus on some fun things. Violence. We had violence over the weekend, and it was great. I did not catch all of the Bellator. Let's deal with this Bellator sitch first. We'll go through the card a little bit. I didn't. I didn't go through all of the. Uh, I didn't watch all the Bellator fights. They do have the prelims available on YouTube. I suggest you go and check those out. Um, there's so many fights on. I actually watch them at like one and a half speed because yeah, I can just get through the fights faster and see more of the fights. Uh, but yeah, the main card, I didn't get to catch most of the main card because um, I tried to have a date on Friday, but it didn't work out because she was terrible and didn't show up. <laughs> she went to the wrong place. I sent, I sent her a uh, link to the place and she didn't show up. I'm getting kind of tired of dating. I'm kind of over it. Um, yeah, the uh, prelims, the big thing on the prelims, Kretschmer. Kyle Kretschmer, oh, you can't click on any things. 
but this is nice. So this is like Bellator, or uh, not Bellator, but ESPN does a nice job with their little breakdown here, or their head-to-head -head things. But like Bellator should do this on their own. They should have this up. Because I'll show you in a second how UFC, you guys have seen before how UFC has their thing. You just put UFC in the thing and the most the fights come up. You can scroll through most recent ones. They got a good internet game. But uh, Crutchmeyer won, took his guy down a bunch. Uh, man, the guy didn't have much chance. Uh, the Carlisle, I remember Car seeing a little bit of the Carlisle fight at the end. He ended up pulling that, pulling that off. <clears throat> um, There's some good knockouts. I didn't see a lot of these other uh undercard fights and i saw the highlights mostly from from the main card but wow the sergio pettis uh knockout just one of those one of those magical things that happens sometimes and uh it was beautiful you know what i mean i did i looked at the wrong thing i should have i should have just found that knockout it's everywhere right I'll do it live. I'm going to find it for you guys. If you missed it, you guys are missing out. There we go. This should be it. We'll see here. We'll share this page. Might as well let you guys uh, witness the carnage. It's going to be here. Think so. Oh, we're gonna have to watch garbage. But the uh, it was nice. He went. They got in a little uh, uh, exchange, a little grappling exchange, and and uh, it was beautiful. You, that's what you got to do. You need to strike on the break. You strike on the break. Here it is. Bam! He threw the kick, and that's what's beautiful about it. See, it wasn't just the. Uh, wasn't just the kick. A little bit of a, a clinch, pushes, throws the throws the head kick to try to knock him out, misses, and then turns the follow-up with the bink. Robin Black, Robin Black bink on the chin. Just caught him right in the perfect place. And I didn't see uh the rounds leading up to this, but what from what I heard, he uh was losing. <clears throat> So this is a possible rematch, and he's man, he's out, out. Bam, just caught him right in the perfect. So it's the one you don't see, <clears throat> the one you don't see, and you're waking up in the in the room, back in the back in the dressing room, and you're like, what happened? Uh, awesome restraint also by Sergio, not dropping the hammer. He probably could have snuck another big shot in on him when he was unconscious on the ground before the ref got in, and. Uh, he let up. He let up. That's nice of him. What a gentleman. What's happening? Oh, no. All right. Well, we saw it. We saw the deal, man. So you... Um, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's classic, classic. He went big. And... If he, you know, is his fourth round, so if he was losing the rest, he was losing the rest of the fight up to that point, and you're going to uh, go for something. Yeah, you go for something big. 
and um, you know, he had to make something happen. He had to make a finish. But that's a it's something we teach. We taught for a long time: punch off the break, punch off the break, kick off the break, do something off the break, because guys let their guard down. It's an awkward it's an awkward scenario. You know, you're coming off a clinch, um, and you can be mid break. You know, DC's knockout of Stipe. I think when DC DC knocked out Stipe, it was a very similar situation where. You're, you're breaking up the clutch. He forced the break because he, he he shoulder bumped and threw him off, but that was essentially what he was doing. He shoulder bumped off, threw him into the punch, but that's a, that's a break situation. Um, you know, I like to, I like to close the distance, get close and get all up in your business because there's no space. There's no space then. And when there's no space, you can't do damage. You can't hit me. You can't do shit. And I'm close. I'm, I'm, I'm heavy on you making you tired. But if you can create a scenario where you can break from the guy and you can throw something to, to do damage, that's the time to do it. And uh, you can make a lot of things happen. You'll see it over and over and over again, man. So let yourself uh, be aware of that. If you're ever in an altercation, be aware that, uh, you know, if you need to hurt somebody, you know, you need to create some space. Make sure you're punching, kicking, kneeing. Off the break, spinny shit is fine. Spinny shit's fine. He made it work. You know, it was a low risk spinny shit situation. He's already throwing the high kick, uh, turned with it through the hand, caught him, caught him just right on the button, man. Boop. He said boop. He was out. And uh, it's marvelous. It was a really good, uh, executed, highly executed, well executed technique. I enjoyed it. But I, uh, yeah, I missed some of those fights. And that's irritating. It's an irritant. Sand in your eyeball. But yeah, man. So uh, Bellator had some fun fights. Uh, I didn't see the Kennedy Emmanuel Sanchez. Was that was uh, there was somebody who had a really nice right hand knockout. Man, and it, I mean they have the main card. And they still have guys in the main card that don't have pictures. Scroggins, El Elbin, different guys that fought. Yeah, that was a great fight, and um, you know they could they could fight again, you know, down the road, not too far, because it was a you know close fight, and I bet uh, Hiraguchi wants to get that one back, most definitely. But then we had a we had a really good fight night. UFC sometimes I feel like you know they're not and they don't have to honestly because they're making their money regardless. Uh, um, uh, who was it, John? Um, oh, that was so terrible. One of one of the guys I follow all the time. One of the, one of the MFA journalists who who talks about the finances. Um, he. Uh, Brought up the point that um, the highest earner, Conor McGregor, only brought in like 6% of the pay-per-view money the previous year. Like he was only on cards, of, you know, which which means the highest earner guys don't really bring in that much money. They don't really have that much power. And if that's the truth, um, there's no real reason for the UFC to bow down or work with those guys or give them what they want because – they're making ridiculous money. It was like just under a billion dollars in profit or something on pay-per-views. And 
can't remember. Jonathan Nash, that's who. Jonathan Nash. I should probably look up his Twitter thing and see um, if I can find it. I didn't even think about it before. I should have had it prepped. Um, I don't know when he posted that. They're posting numbers on the year, end of the year numbers. Mm, I don't spend too much time on this. But if you guys, Jonathan Ash on uh, Twitter, he he covers tons of financial stuff with the with the MMA situation. And uh, if you guys would reach some of this, you guys would understand exactly how bad some of this stuff really is. Oh, where is it at? Where is it at? Find it here. Come on. Well, go through all his tweets. He's got a lot of good tweets. I don't want to shoot a bunch of them, but we should just have a finance show and show all of the show all the stuff he's putting up. Because nobody really touches this stuff. Nobody touches the numbers. Nobody reads through this shit. Hmm. Okay. Let's look at another time. It's getting taking too long. Taking too long, man. Let's get to the UFC. Let's get to this UFC. Uh, I saw the main card. I went downtown. We had a Smash Society uh, meetup. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out Smash Society yet, you guys should do that. We had a meetup to watch the fights. That's what I should really be showing you guys <clears throat> first. Smash site. If you guys are in the Bay Area, especially, we do a lot of meetups. So once a month, we'll have a meetup. Right, boom, right there. Talking about the December meetup. I do a weekly stream talking about stuff, important stuff red-pilled stuff, um, and I have other categories, right, other levels, levels one, two, and three. Level two has a lot more fitness in the MMA stuff, fight stuff involved, workouts, not workouts, but, uh, well, I guess there are some workouts, but uh, the uh, technique videos, not videos, but, yeah, there's technique videos. Check it out if you guys get a chance. But yeah, man, the fights, the fights were really good. I went downtown, had a uh, meetup with the guys from Smash Society. It's great. Good fights. I thought they were good fights. Um, the uh, Moreno, Mickey Gall. Moreno um, looked like he kind of just outpowered Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall didn't really get it done at all. Uh, yeah, I didn't see, I mean, I didn't see like technical superiority. From Moreno, but he hit hard. 
seemed like a hard hard hitter in Mickey Gall. It didn't seem like he put together much of a strategy, in my opinion. Um, it looked a little bit like a sparring match. It didn't look like they were like, you know, I didn't see I didn't see anything develop as far as this is the strategy the guy's trying to use to win. That makes sense. When it's back and forth, patty cake, patty cake. Um, you know, I want to see strategy. I want to understand what the guy's trying to do to to to, to win the fight. Uh, the Brandon Allen and the Curtis fight I thought was pretty great. Um, Allen, I think, probably was the overall better fighter, right? He, I think, he had more skills, more abilities. Man, that's really small, and was more capable. Of a fighter, right? He had more tools, more things to do, but that's not enough. With small gloves and a guy who can hit hard, you know, if you're if you're not putting constant pressure, if you're not better than the guy and putting constant pressure on him and overwhelming him and pushing him backwards, um, you're in trouble, right? So, Brandon Allen, I think, clearly had way better wrestling and ground, and than Curtis. But he chose to play around too much. I think he was even more technically better as a striker. He had more tools to use. But Chris Curtis had just too much power. And um, he had a nice little counter. The guy threw a punch. He did a counter uh, jab, uppercut to the body, and then landed that hook. Perfect. Right on the chin. The guy had dropped his hand because these were South Paul versus um, Orthodox. Orthodox guy throws. Uh, South Paul guy. He's got his right lead through the jab over it. So he knocked that arm down, knocked his arm down, went to the body. And before that arm came up, he had thrown the hook. Bunk got him. And you could just see the, the lights kind of flicker. And he was like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? It's a big punch. It was a big punch. Man, I'm not disappointed. This is way too small, man. I'm going to make this bigger. It's a way to make this bigger. Uh, all right. And then, of course, man, probably my favorite fight of the night was Clay Guida. Clay the Carpenter Guida. Man, he was uh, awesome. He almost lost the fight in the first, like, minute. You know, gets, gets hit good and hits the ground, stays on that single leg, tries to protect his head, but uh, he gets some damage done. I think that was the mistake of his opponent. Right there, Santos. Santos should have probably maybe kicked away, uh, done something more to get off of him off the single leg rather than letting him stay close. And he was trying to hit him and do damage, but with him on the leg, like, he's not going to generate a lot of power. So he, he needed to create some space. He should have kicked away anything, uh, but he did not. And, you know, enough wrestling from Guida got him tired. That was a really fun fight. Guida kept the pressure on him. Second round, got him tired, choked him. The bar, uh, the bar popped. It was nice. At least I did. I, you know, I was the bar. I was loud. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Um, Jimmy Crute and uh, Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill looked okay. Looked good. Um, landed a nice punch. Got him. Got him out of there quick, man. Uh, yeah, man. It's a, it's a, it's ruthless sport. It's unforgiving. When you have small gloves, the, 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 again, <laughs> I say this, 
So blue in the face, but they don't give a shit about um, protecting your brains with the gloves. It's not what they're there for. They're just make sure your hands don't break. You got shitload of tape and stuff on your hands to make sure the bones don't break. But yeah, it's not there to not there to keep you unknocked out. <laughs> so you got these weapons ta- taped to your hands, basically, and uh, it's a crapshoot sometimes. You know, the first guy that lands the best, cleanest punch on the chin or right on the button, that guy's usually going to get the knockout. So you got to be careful with thinking that, you know, I'm just going to stand and trade with people. Sometimes it's better to force the clinch and make them work a little bit before you get into striking deep. Man, I don't think enough guys understand that. You don't have to fight the first round like you fight the third round or fight the first round like you fight the fifth round. You can progressively uh, add things to what you're doing, uh, but I don't. I don't recommend standing and just trading. Just you know, even boxers. When boxers come into the fight, they're not just there trying to throw big punches to knock you out right away. They are, but it's all calculated. They're trying to set things up. They're trying to get to a point. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was, was good. And then, uh, yeah, what are, uh, the twenties suck. What are the twenties? I don't even know. 1920s. Oh the oh the twenty twenties. I didn't forgot where even in the fuck this isn't the raging twenties, is it, huh? Mm. A lot of comments. Hey guys, you wanna make sure I get to your comments? Uh, super chat it, super chat it. Let's look at the next fight on the card. We had um, Riddell, Riddle, Brad Riddle, and uh, Fizev, Raphael. It was a fun fight. And then again, man, out of nowhere, just a spinny shit. Out of spinny shit, heel to the face. That guy just was like, he got hit. He got hit with that spinny shit, and he, he did one of these. Which one of y'all kicked me? He did a Chris Tucker in uh, that, that movie with Jackie Chan. Rush Hour, is that it? It was like, which one of y'all kicked me? And and the ref got in there, you know, good time to, to break that up, make sure there wasn't any more damage done. But yeah, that was that was pretty sick. <laughs> that came in pretty fast, pretty clean, and uh, landed in the perfect spot. Absolute perfect spot. And then I was super excited about the, uh, you know, always like watching the older guys do good. But Rob Font and Jose Aldo, right? So in this fight, uh, the first round, you know, pretty, pretty even. I think they're going back and forth pretty even, hit each other pretty, pretty good back and forth. Uh, But 
towards the end, Jose did land a really nice straight hand, straight right hand. And that kind of turned the tide in that round. And it was, you know, last minute, last 30 seconds or whatever. Oh, I just bumped that. Let me know if that messed up the, uh, if I just messed up the sound, make sure you let me know. Cause I just bumped the stupid wire. But he landed that straight right hand at the end of the first round and momentum changed. It was like the camel broke the back in the first round and uh, got on him. Followed him to the ground though. It wasn't an, exactly a knockdown. It was, you know, it hit him and uh, he kind of pulled into guard. He pulled into a safe spot so that he wouldn't take more big shots. And Jose made the mistake of following him. If he would have not followed him and just stayed up on his feet, made him get back up, he might have he might have been able to finish in that round. But it's a hard, it's always a hard spot when you're a fighter and you hurt somebody and you don't want to jump on them and, and beat the crap out of them. But there's a five-round fight. It wasn't a big mistake. He won the round. He finished on top. He did good. Um, and then in the second round, it was the same punch, the same straight right hand. In that second time, the second time he landed the straight right hand, I think that's when the entire shift of the fight changed. It was when it went from kind of even. Uh, I wasn't sure if Font or Aldo was going to win, but after he landed that second. Uh, straight right hand and hurt hurt the guy. You could see him physically, you know, take a step back. At that moment, I was like, okay, well, it's just going to be a snowball. And as long as he keeps putting the pressure on, he's going to end up uh, putting this guy away, <clears throat> and or at least staying in control. And and he pretty much did. He, he pretty much kept the momentum up, kept chopping. There were some really good, uh, some really good um, leg kicks. And uh, that calf kick, he was using that calf kick well. Knocked, took him down, knocked him down, whatever, chopping that leg. <clears throat> there was once or twice where I feel like he let him off the hook because he chopped that leg, stumbled him, hurt him, and then didn't press him. But, again, it was awesome, man. Aldo did great, man. Dude's amazing. And uh, Font's tough, too. But, um, yeah, it was just uh, – I think it was his night. It was uh, Aldo's night. So he's probably going to get the number four ranking, whichever that even means. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Who do you guys think is next? Who do you guys like to see Aldo fight next? They're talking about uh, what's his name um, coming back. He was on the drug suspension a little while ago. Uh I dropped too many blanks. Losing it tonight. But um, yeah, man, that was great. I think Clay can make 145. Mm, I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, I haven't seen Clay in a while. He was out here for like a high school wrestling thing, and I saw him. I was like, is that fucking Clay? I wonder how long he's going to keep growing the hair because there's like the, there's a big there's a pretty big bald spot back there. I don't know if he just can't see. Maybe he can't see it because he's got hair everywhere else. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't watch the fights back. He doesn't know. Um, or he just wears it in a bun above the bald spot all the time. That'd be smart. 
Is that a strategy? Do a lot of bald guys do that? Screw your hat real long and pull it up in a bun, cover it. Not onto something. It was fun though, man. I, I enjoyed the fights. I enjoyed going out and uh, hanging out with guys and uh, watching the fight. You guys are in Bay Area, man. Hook up with the Smash Society. Whiskey tasting, cigar, cigar drinking, shooting arrows. Maybe we'll go to the gun range someday. I think he was looking for the submission from that position. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's he's a knockout guy. How many times has he jumped to an armbar or got choked or whatever? Create the space. Get back on the punches. You know, if he creates the space, he could he could jump back on the leg kicks. That guy's wobbly, isn't gonna be defending very well. Chop the legs, make him even more slow, make him more unable to move. And then start looking to uh, hit the uppercuts. Leg kick, uppercut, hit the body. Set that stuff up. But it was, you know, short time in the round. I understand. I've, I've heard, hit guys, hurt them, and shot the double. And like, oh, what am I doing? I should have, I should have, you know, stepped off, circled, created an angle. Moff, what's up, ma'am? Mir getting TKO'd. I mean, it was boxers versus MMA fighters. You know, it was pretty cool to see that so many of the MMA fighters did well, but they they changed the rules around a little bit. So it's not boxing. And it's important to understand why they do that. They uh, can't, people can't compete. Promoters can't get into the MMA market. They can't get into the MMA market because UFC has a monopoly. Okay. But this, a uh, sort of regulated fight market uh, is very appealing because they can kind of follow the structure that the UFC is doing, right? They can they can sign exclusive contracts. They can um, control the titles, control the ranks, okay? They're in charge, but it's not boxing. So because it's not boxing, they don't have to respect the Ali Act. It doesn't, it doesn't affect them. So... These promoters, these guys with money are seeing that, hey, man, like we can go back to screwing over uh, combat sport athletes. We can go back to screwing over prize fighters. We can rip them off because the, the regulation of not ripping them off isn't there in the other fighting sports as it is in boxing. Because the Ali Act is written specifically for pugilism, which is just fisticuffs, right? The pugilist. <clears throat> so... There's big money in advertising. There's big money in putting these shows on. And you're allowed to not pay the fighters as much. You're allowed to treat them much more poorly because they're not equals. They're not an equal level with you. And that's why you see so many of these freak show fights going on. It's because of what the UFC has created. If MMA was a free agent sport and the fighters were actually playing a sport and it wasn't just a production because that's what it is right now. It's a production. You have a bunch of production companies who put on a production of the fights. They control the titles, control the ranks, control exclusive contracts. And because of that, um, you know, because the UFC's monopoly, other people with money can't come in and become promoters in MMA because there's no cross promotion. You can't get the big stars. 
the 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 fights are not the fights, but the uh, uh, the contracts are kind of indefinite. If the UFC is like them to be, they can't put them make them forever. Recently, I've heard that they've they put a sunset clause, five year sunset clause on a lot of the contracts. But still, <clears throat> uh, it's highly leveraged against the athlete. The athlete does not have the same power that the athlete has in boxing. So people who complain like, oh, I don't, boxing's boring. We're like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You're talking about free agency, freedom for the fighter versus exploitation. I don't give a shit about your entertainment. I don't fucking care about your entertainment, <laughs> right? It's not okay to exploit a fighter because you prefer your entertainment that way. It's not okay. It's like, oh, I really like my cotton shirts cheap, so we should keep slavery. You're a retard. Stop it. Right? Free agency. Allow The fighters are and should be on the same level as promoter, if not above. They should be above. Promoters are just a, uh, an event. They just provide a service. They're service providers. They're not important. Anybody can be a service provider. If you have the money to put on the show, you can be a service provider. The real key should be the athlete, the fighter. They're what's important. That's what people pay for. But yeah, that's why, I mean, there's these like Russian five on five fights and stuff too. Like they, they wouldn't do it here. They probably wouldn't sanction it here. <clears throat> the athletic commission doesn't have a problem sanctioning anything now because that's just more money to them. Where am I? Am I out of line? Am I stepping out of line? Am I out of, out of my lane? Are they, are the athletic commissions sanctioning? These other fights, like the triad and, um, you know, the bare knuckle MMA and that stuff, or the bare knuckle boxing. Hmm. Uh, shooting guns, yeah. I'm afraid to shoot guns in California. I don't get put on a list. <laughs> I don't want to be on a listicle. I don't need that. Yeah, Frank Mir has had some knockout and concussion problems, and he was fighting a boxer. Uh, he didn't look like he was in very good shape either. <clears throat> oh, Mob's going to be on Richard Cooper's show. Awesome. Yeah, Richard uh, is stepping away from the Rule Zero. He's got things going on. He needs a little break. Doing his own thing. That's cool. Um, be awesome. I am uh, somebody who needs a lot of help with entrepreneurship. <laughs> Need a lot of uh, guidance. Yeah, same way record companies, companies screw over artists, or at least used to. Now, now you can be like a whatever SoundCloud fucking artist. You can because that's the thing though. That's that's the great with. Technology is you, you can provide and, and put your stuff out there yourself. You don't necessarily need a uh, um, a label. You can really do it yourself. It's a lot harder. It's going to be taking a lot more time, but you can do it to a point where somebody notices you and then picks you up and then helps. But yeah, they they do this type of same type of thing. They 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 take people who don't really know what a good deal is, how things should be, and they own them. They end up owning them. It's uh, it's gross. Yeah, it could be a bad start to promotion. It could be a start of promotion for sure. Uh, 
I, I honestly like people are they're trying to goad him back into fighting again all the time. Like they got everybody like trying to talk shit about Khabib rather than um you know put him on the list for like the greatest. They they say, Oh, he's nowhere close to GSP. Oh, why would who why would anybody leave undefeated? Like it's just it's gross, is what they're doing. UFC's trying to draw him back in, or they're trying to discredit him because he started his own promotion. I kind of think he stepped away from the sport because he's tired of dealing with slime balls. Uh, he's tired of dealing with slime balls. There's a question up here earlier about Ali. And, uh, you know, you're talking about a guy who's got like 250 fighters. That's his manager. That's uh, Habib's manager. That, that can't be. <laughs> it's like such a conflict of interest. It really is. And uh, it's really irritating. Like, I think professional football players are only allowed, like, like the professional football players' agents, first off, have to take a course and, like, be uh, certified through the athletic association. So the football players have to grant the managers the right to manage. And then they're only allowed a handful of fighter, of, of, of uh, football players. I think it's only, like, three or something. Three or, uh, but because it becomes a conflict of interest. And then, like, how can one manager be honest, fully honest, and get the best for his guy when he's got all these other guys to take care of? And and that's where it comes into play. You know, if he's going to be representing. And, and that's happened to uh, happened to fighters before. I think Nate Corey had a story about his manager. Didn't offer him a fight because he wanted his teammate to have it. It's not it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. You know, the fight was offered to Nate first, but he turned it down for Nate so that he could get his other guy in the fight. It's not good. So you're telling me that and that's that's somebody who only had a handful of guys. Can you imagine if, if we get two hundred and fifty guys he's representing? Talent has nothing to do with it. Talent has nothing to do with it. They're not. They're not ranked. They're not considered top. The top ten in the world. If you're not in the UFC, you're not considered the top ten in the world. Period. No one. No one really considers that. No one considers anybody else's belt equal to UFCs. Not really. And the and the reason you can tell that is because anybody would leave any other promotion in the world to go fight in the UFC. Everybody. Right. Nobody else really would go the opposite way. Um, we had one guy because he wasn't getting paid. He's like, I already beat everybody. I already had the title. So he was able to step away, not because he was chasing the title, but because he, he decided to chase money. Right. And uh, is that the 25 pounder little guy? And, you know, that was a money decision. Like they weren't taking care of him. They weren't pushing him. They could have put him on cards with other big name people and sell like they did with Rhonda. Like Ronda always fought with a bunch of other big names on the card. It was never just like her carrying the card. But they would do that to him all the time. And then blame him for people not showing up. <laughs> that's uh that's a good that's a good uh statement there. Uh Tyler is a stupid name. He said uh the triangle taught me that Mike Perry may be dumb, but he's not stupid. He made a lot of money for that fight. That's not, it's not, 
something to schlub at, man. Two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand dollars to basically do what he does anyways. It's not gonna take people down anyways. Unionize, you can't unionize in one uh one owned entity, like a one one, you know, like the UFC is owned by one group. So that if they unionized in the UFC, it'd be only the UFC unionized, and then that would cause problems other places. So you need an association, you need a sport wide association, like to have basketball and football and hockey and everything else. And we have the MMAFA, MMA Fighters Association, but uh, guys are kind of pussies. Guys are kind of pussies. They kind of don't understand and don't see the world in another light. They don't understand. They don't have free agency. They don't understand the necessity of these things. They've been told by the press and promoters and a lot of the dumb fan base that boxing's dead and dumb and boring and we don't want boxing to look anything like MMA to look anything like boxing. It already does, right? You already don't have the best fights. You don't have you don't have cross promotion. It's worse here. We have more titles. Hey, if you line things up, like we're in a much situation, much worse situation. But the, all all the PR and the talking points comes from the UFC and the promotions, and it makes it sound good. And people just ram, ramble off these talking points. With, with no idea. Like you say, oh, we need the Ali Act. Like, oh, we don't want MMA to be boxing. We want free agency. Fight, price fighting is price fighting. It doesn't matter what the rule set is that you're fighting by. It's price fighting. We deserve free agency. We deserve to be able to draw out whatever price we can be based off of our notoriety and our abilities to fight. We shouldn't have one entity dictating everything for the whole the whole stratosphere across the board. Like nobody's going to pay you more money than the UFC is paying you. Like why? Um, certain guys may get more money when they, when they go from UFC to another organization, but they'll never make more money because if they, if they win the UFC title, they get pay-per-view bonuses. Nobody else does pay-per-views really. Now that you have these other fight organizations popping up with different mixed rule type things, that, that could change. And you might see more guys leaving MMA to go fight freak shows. Like shit's getting crazy out, man. This is, <clears throat> this is the fall of Rome. It's the fall of Rome, right? So the more uh, bread and circus, the more distractions people are going to have from stuff. So I think we're going to keep seeing more crazy, <laughs> more crazy fight shit, <clears throat> which I don't, I don't hate. I just want to see guys get paid appropriately. And, if these, uh, you know, the triad and whatever are going to be paying guys six figures flat to fight. I'm not, I'm not, I don't hate that, but I would rather look at the money and see what the percentages are. How much money are they profiting? How much of the money is going to the fighters? That, I'm more concerned about percentages than I'm concerned about dollar signs. Because if you concern yourself with the percentages, Dollar signs are going to go way, 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 way up, way up. Like, oh, we're going to pay you this much dollars. Like, well, how much of a percentage of that is the gross revenue that you're bringing in? That's the real question. Yeah, Kevin Lee was pretty upset about getting cut, I heard. But they all are. They all kiss ass and say great things about the company because they think they're the ones that's not going to get screwed. <laughs> I think they're the one that's not going to get screwed over. And then sure enough, they are the one that gets screwed over.
Did he have a my brutal mouth injury in that fight, or is it something else you're talking about? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know, man. You could have like crazy money over there. Right? Gemini's asking like, how much could be could be pay? You don't know what those Russian guys are capable of. What 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 could be paid behind the scenes or under the table? Cash. I don't know, man. <clears throat> uh, I think MVP has a puncher's chance against Usman. I think Lima beats him. I think uh, the guy that beat um, Lima probably beats Usman. That would be a great fight. Fitch versus Usman. If I wasn't 230 pounds right now, I think I could beat him. I don't think his wrestling's that great. I don't think he, you know, I, I, I just don't. The level of uh, welterweights, I don't think is what it used to be. I guess I'm just an old, I'm a boomer, I guess. You know, it's not as good as mine. But I think the the guys and the level of competition that GSP fought was far superior to Usman. You look at the numbers, like title defenses and all that shit, it just doesn't add up. Yeah, Lima would have a punching chance, too, because his wrestling isn't there. Still isn't there. Colby had his chances. He's done. He's going to have to move up. Or just be a, uh, um, you know, gatekeeper until this man loses or retires or something. Hmm. Fitz versus Fedor at 100, 210 pounds. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, one, one. One pays, but there's some questions. <laughs> I don't know. They're paying. They're having guys get uh, the boop. They're getting the guy making guys get the boop to fight in the organization. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't think. I don't think I'd want to do that. But uh, they're also maybe laundering money. <laughs> Uh, their money, where their money's coming from, is is questionable. But who knows? Who cares? I don't even care. The government's a bunch of thieves, anyways. Screw them. <laughs> Why pay them? Do what you do. What you got to do. Uh, Damon, my maybe, uh, guys. I'm like, I'm not a welterweight anymore. I don't think that's happening. That's not possible. I don't think I can make 85. Uh, I started working out this past week. I started going to AKA. I had four days <laughs> at AKA. Uh, normal lifts, a little bit of cardio on the bag and stuff on some nights. And today I did open mat. We have uh, open mat smokers club here in San Jose. Uh, can't at elite. We put a little event together. Um, if you guys follow my Instagram, put stuff up uh about that but um 
yeah, we smoke some weed and we do open mat and roll. It's awesome. But uh, so yeah, I had you know five, six days of working out today of this week. It's pretty good. Uh, feel pretty good, not too beat up. So I'll go back in tomorrow, do a little sparring. I sparred for the first time in over a year <clears throat> last week. I uh, on wrestling day we jogged for like eight minutes to warm up <laughs> as the most I've run in over a year. That was, uh, that was interesting, but no, it's been a good week working hard. We'll see how things go. Let's keep going. Let's see what's up. The lawsuit's still in the same place. We're waiting for, uh, class certification, written class certification from the judge and then the UFC will appeal and then we'll win that. Yep. So I'll put these two together, right? This is damn, I can't believe we got cut. And then it's like the next set is, yep, Kevin was getting 130 to show. He's making too much money. They could replace him with how many guys fighting for, for 10 and 10? Why why pay him? Why keep paying him? Let him go. If he's not moving the needle that much, why pay him that much? Right? There's like a certain level of moving the needle that you have to make to to continually be allowed to make that much money. Yeah, that's why Belter's not gonna catch. He doesn't move doesn't move the needle that much. That would be highly illegal. I don't. I don't think that would be the case. I mean, I don't know what the deal is. I can only assume that the whole uh, beer bug deal has backed things up and slowed things down. I think he also knows how important this case is, and I think he wants to make a good decision and do a good job. So I think he is. You know, he has stated he had stated to us that he wants to make sure that when he writes his decision that he wants to make sure that it is, is airtight and there's no chance that somebody will overturn it. And that's, that's good. You know, that, that gives me <laughs> a little bit of, you know, it's not good to have just wait on hope. Hope floats like poop does, but hope like, okay, he's really trying to put some effort into this and do a good job to make sure that nobody can, can strike down what he says. That's, that's good. Could just be that, yeah, that's all. it's a good old boy network. They all know each other. He's stalling as long as possible to bleed out the uh, the law firm paying for it in hopes that there's no chance anybody else sues again or tries to make any money again. But I, I don't know. I think uh, that's unlikely. I think the judge is just trying to do a meticulous job of things. So that because he knows this, this is this is a case that's going to get studied in law school. Like this is going to make the judge famous forever. Like they're going to 
continually talk about and refer to this case on a lot of occasions. So I don't think he wants to fuck it up, right? Good or bad, he doesn't want to fuck it up. No, he's too busy with uh, call girls and and whatever. He's got too many hoes. Like the Colby Covington video. Colby, Colby walks up on him gambling. Oh, no, I hit the microphone. Tell me if that fucked up the... But Colby walked up to him at the blackjack table, <clears throat> and he had one of his escorts with him. And she like... like <laughs> she got out of there quick. Yeah, he has no, he does want to, I think, these guys, man, they're smart criminals. They're not dumbasses. That's why they're allowed to get away with what they get away with for so long. They know not to make those mistakes. <clears throat> arbitration, we need no arbitration. We're in a, we're in a federal, we're in a federal court. No arbitration. It's the federal judge. They could try to settle. They could come through and try to settle at some point, but that'll be when the class certification gets set. Once class certification gets set, we're going to trial. If we go to trial, then we're probably going to win. And a win in that situation plays treble. So we're suing for either anywhere from $800 million to $1.2 billion, somewhere in there. The judge will say which one it is. Off of the arguments, I believe I could be wrong, but um, it pays treble because it's an antitrust case. They're breaking a federal law, and because they're breaking that federal law, they're going to have to pay out three times the damages. Three, three times. So if it's if it's one point two billion, it's going to be three point six billion paid out in damages to the fighters, with the lawyers taking about 21 percent pretty good so chances are we get classification they're going to want to sit down and talk uh, i mean make a deal with the devil come up you know play with vice news because you know trump was, like i had somebody reach out to me talk about stuff from vice news but like the the day that that dude reached out to me and texted me was the same day that um, it was Afghanistan and stuff was going on. And Vice News put out a, a expose of like, uh, like white supremacists and child molesters or some kind of crazy shit about range, like about the military guys who were doing stuff. I was like, fuck you guys. Like they're like shitting on guys who are like doing good stuff. And they're just another PR arm of the, the federal government. And I don't want to, I don't care, dude. I can talk to you guys directly. You guys can share. You can like. Make sure you're doing that. Share and like. Like, I'd rather not deal with these people. Yep. South Florida. What's up? You're going to be the hot dude con in South Florida? <clears throat> I won't be in San Diego, hot dude con. And uh, the 18th, I'm gonna be there. So, you guys are gonna be around. Ha! I bet so. 
I think they get the jobs for so long. These girls make better money than a lot of the fighters. I will be there. Yep, I got my tickets. I didn't get my hotel yet. I'm trying to find out. The guys said they're going to finalize everything. Like uh, I wanted, like they want me. He asked maybe if I, I talk for like an hour, but I, I need more hands on. Right, like me getting up on a stage and talking to people for an hour, it's, it's not as, uh, I don't know, impactful. I would rather grab somebody and like to show you something. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, hopefully the like, guys won't have a problem. I do have stuff I can teach. We don't have to get on the ground and get dirty and sweaty, whatever. <clears throat> so I'm hoping maybe I can do something like that. We'll see. I could just yell at people and tell them not to be pussies. Like, that works out a lot. Like Guys like that. <laughs> they need somebody to tell them to stop being pussies sometimes. Yeah. MS, mainstream media devil. Like, why even touch them, man? I, I would rather talk to you guys directly. I would rather put my own stuff out there because they, I mean, like, I look, so I, I watch Cernovich, Mike Cernovich, like you, you guys can like him or not like him. It doesn't matter, but you can learn a lot from like what he's doing. And like back in like, you know, 2016, or whatever, when they, he was on like 60 minutes or whatever, like he would film himself doing these interviews and he would have his own long form version of the interviews. And then they, he'd show they, you know, they would put up chopped up versions of stuff. And then he would show the, uh, like the impact, like nobody watched the show, like nobody, there was no benefit to him for it. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. Screw these guys. You can do all of this stuff on your own. And I, I kind of felt that way a long time ago with MMA too, with social media. I was like, why, why do, uh, why even do interviews? Why not just do like if I was someone, if I was one of these guys who are one of the you know top UFC guys, guys making six figures, millions of dollars, I would pay somebody to do a podcast with me. I'd pay some pretty girl to ask me questions, and I, I would write all the questions. I'd have somebody that paid to write all the questions and everything. It would just be big PR thing to make me look awesome. Right for every fight, and I would just do that, and that would be the way people would have to find out about me and hear about what's going on. Oh, watch my show, and then they're going to have things that you're required to do for the promotion, and all those would be like, oh yeah, well I have the, I have a lot of that stuff I talk about on this, and then I'd always push them back to my stuff. Say like, screw them, you don't need them, you don't need them anymore. It's not easy. It's not easy work. It's hard work to like get the eyeballs and like do the entertainment, but like, um, it's doable. It's doable. You know, you might as well take control of your identity and not let the promoters or their little henchmen reporters do it. Uh, I kind of talked about this earlier. Team fighting MMA. It's not MMA. It's 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 just another form of fighting where they can exploit the fighters because it's not. It's not pugilism. It's not boxing. It doesn't cover. It's not covered by the, all the act. I have not seen that video. You should send it to me on on uh, one of my DMs somewhere, or link in the chat or something on this. But I I, uh, I haven't seen that one. But yeah, it is it's the same business model. Uh, they're mer merchandising a lot of stuff they copied from them also, <clears throat> and there were like. 
Phil Baroni used to tell me stories about how he was in the room with them when they were talking to the WWE guys, figuring out how to do the shit. It's exactly what it, what it is. All right. But yeah, guys, it's an hour. It's our hour, our special time, our special hour. It was good seeing everybody's uh, comments. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for saying what's up. That's a good one, man. You guys hear the squeaking? It's so annoying. I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, buy a new chair, maybe. Let's hopefully we go all the way to trial. We go all the way to trial and uh, win that three billion. Yay! And then I'll buy a boat. Buy a boat, and the kids will probably be out of uh, high school by the time <laughs> the lawsuit's over. With it'll be perfect time for me to buy a boat and sail around. Not sail. I'll yacht it. A yacht it. A yacht with uh, wave runners. I'll take that yacht around South Africa, South America, all the way to the Keys. Fun times. We're gonna do it. Can't wait. <clears throat> Yes, very much. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Stay fresh. Blazing one. Thanks. Get it going. All right, man. That's fun. Uh, let's let's see. What are we playing? What are we playing? Okay, let's do it. I haven't played this in a while. Oh no. Oh, okay. feel unhappy, I feel so sad, I lost the best friend that I've ever had, was my woman, oh, fucked up dudes, I'm gonna start over, because that was terrible, forget that. I feel unhappy, I feel so sad, I lost the best friend that I've ever had, she was my woman, I loved her so, but it's too late now, I let her go, kind of was a hoe. I'm going through changes I'm going through changes We spent the years We spent each day Love together, love found a way. But soon the world had its evil way. My love was blinded, love went astray. I'm going. 
changes I'm going through changes It took so long to realize and I can still hear the last goodbyes now all my days are filled with tears wish I could go back and change these I'm going through changes I'm going through changes Rock and roll have a good uh have a good week guys stay fresh cheese bags <laughs>